Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's Brittany and Joseph. As the name suggests, we're a couple of millennial Catholics. That's right. We are a married couple. We are millennials and we are Catholics. Oh yeah, and we're also parents. In the process of learning our faith more, we hope to inspire our children to live their faith every day and to be an example to them. And in the end, we hope to inspire you. So let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of a couple of millennial Catholics podcast. I am Brittany Baker and I am joined by my handsome husband, Joseph Baker. Baker. <laughs> and we are um, a married couple. We are going on four years of marriage come October. We are Catholics and we are millennials, which is how we came up with the name Couple mm. of Millennial Catholics. Makes sense. <laughs> um, and so, like I said, I'm Brittany Baker. I'm how old am I? 32. You're 32. I think. I'm 32 um, as well. I'm 32, and um, we're from Ohio. We've got two beautiful little girls, an almost two-year-old coming up in a couple weeks, and an eight-month-old. And who are you, honey? I am Joseph Baker. Like I stated before. I am 32 years old, just like Brittany, but I'm four months younger than her. I like to remind her of that. Yeah, apparently I'm a cougar for being four months older than him. Yes, and um, obviously from Ohio, I am the youngest of eight children, um, and that's and I am a husband to Brittany Baker and a father to two beautiful children, and I'm loving life. Okay, so I grew up in a super tiny, 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 tiny town. Um, we actually met on Catholic Match, so if you're single, check it out. <laughs> it works. Um, so we met on there. I had never heard of where he was from, and he had never heard of where I was from, but we had set our range on there to 100 miles that's like how far we were willing to meet someone was 100 miles and we were exactly 100 miles apart totally so, totally a god thing right there yeah totally um <clears throat> so yeah what's our plan for this podcast babe tell them uh i think it's just kind of introduce ourselves and tell us what we're all about what our motivation is and go from there so I am, like I said, Joseph Baker. I think I said that for the third time already. And um, honestly, you know, we want to do this podcast because we feel like we want to inspire people. Uh, what I mean by that is that, you know, like I said, we're millennials and we feel like in the Catholic Church, you know, in our parish, we feel like there's just not enough people our age. And we want to start bringing more people of our age back to the church and getting just more people in the church in general, but people our age, younger, and just bring people back to the faith. 
And um, that's kind of what we're all about, to inspire people, to motivate people, and grow closer to God, essentially. Not all Catholics are boomers, people. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You may feel that way in your parish, but not all Catholics are boomers. We're proof. Here we are. So that's what we're kind of all about. So um, a little bit more about me. Brittany can kind of get into more about her. Um, Kind of my faith journey. Um, I was a cradle Catholic. Like I said, I was the youngest of eight children. And uh, Catholic Catholicism was a big part of my life growing up. Um, like anybody else, you kind of, I kind of had my ups and downs in my faith. Um, I have gone through times in my faith where I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Everything I was praying was on fire. I felt, you know, super, all these emotions in love with God. And I've also go th- gone through, you know, times of dry, what you call dry spells. I'm sure you've heard of that. And where, you know, you don't feel it. When you pray, you feel like God's not hearing you. Um, it's a trying time. So, you know, even though I'm pretty young still, I've been through different ups and downs in my faith, but that's what faith is all about. But um, recently, uh, I've gone through more like a, what you call like a revival in my faith. Um, uh, four years ago, I got married to my beautiful wife, Brittany Baker, and I feel like that's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life, hands down. Because it gave me more purpose in my life and it gave me motivation to be the best person I can be in my life. But also, I found my vocation in my life is to uh, be married to this, the most beautiful woman in the world, Brittany Baker. So um, along those lines, um, you know, Best thing that ever happened to me is getting married to my wife and becoming a father to my two beautiful girls and future children that we might may have. Um, it made me try to become the best version of myself as I could because you know it's my vocation in life. I want to do the best I can in my life, and um, basically, you know, in doing so, I had a sister-in-law introduced me to the book, um, uh, don't quote me here, but I think it's the 33-day consecration to St. Joseph. So me and my wife... By Father Calloway. By Father Calloway, yes. Uh, Me and my wife um, said this book together at the same time. And it was actually in the year of St. Joseph, I think it was back in 2021 Um. or 2022. 2020 2020 i kind of forget if it was during the year or before the year um it was we were pregnant with our first daughter so we literally would read the book read the consecration um book every evening we would sit in her nursery that we had prepared and that's where we would do it so yeah um basically it was talking about if you haven't read the book um it's a consecrated saint, consecration to St. Joseph. Um, you learn more about St. Joseph and his life, things you didn't know about him. You know, a lot of times, for me growing up, I didn't know a whole lot of saint jo- about St. Joseph. All I knew was, you know, he was an older guy. You know, he was Jesus' father. Obviously, he's pretty important, but I did not know much about him. Um, he's obviously, I'm, I'm named after him, so I take it kind of seriously. But um, I learned a lot about him. He was not your meek old man. He was 
a young, vibrant, strong man. Obviously, if you're going to be the, you know, um, the, um, not father of God, but um, the uh, foster father of God, you got to, you got to uh, bring some stuff to the table. But um, talked a lot about um, his qualities as a saint. You know, he was, he is the greatest saint of all the saints under Mary and Jesus and the Holy Trinity and talked about a lot of that type of stuff and um, just the more I got to know about him the more I wanted to be like him and uh, the more I understood him and um, coming closer to him and my wife she also you know at the end of this notice even told me I have changed in my ways I've come closer to God become a better person um, she visibly saw it at the end of this so kind of kind of revived me and kind of woke me up and made me realize that you know I want to be the best version of myself as I can be um so that kind of turned into uh, me wanting to know more about my faith come closer to God and I also got introduced to Father Chad Ripperger um he is an exorcist of the Catholic Church um don't quote me on all of this stuff I'm just kind of going off of what I know and um, all I know is that I've listened to a lot of his videos on YouTube, and he has taught me a lot about the spiritual realm of your faith and the psychology behind it. And that stuff really interests me because it, um, it showed you the ins and outs of the spiritual world, uh, spiritual warfare, and uh, it just is very interesting to me and help me to understand a lot of those aspects of my faith that I did not know. Um, also, too, he talked a lot. He talks a lot about virtue. Again, making yourself the best person you can be, and purifying yourself because ultimately you need to be purified before you obviously enter into heaven. So you kind of just get a jump start on all those things. But in a nutshell, um, this was kind of has has been my, you know, my faith journey and. I feel like I've been more on fire in my faith because I, even in my age, I've been, you know, I feel like I'm coming closer to God. I feel like I've, you know, found more purpose in my life, becoming the best father, best husband I can be. And uh, Father Chad Ripperker and St. Joseph Consecration has really helped me in those aspects. Okay. Uh-huh. Good job, babe. Thanks. Um, a real quick disclaimer. We don't actually know how old St. Joseph was, but um, what he was referring to in the book, um, usually St. Joseph is depicted as an old man, but in the consecration book, it talks about a lot of reasons why he probably wasn't as old as he's been depicted. Um, but my story is I was also cradle Catholic, baptized as a baby, um, but I wouldn't say that like mass and confession were always a priority in my household. Um, sometimes we went to mass, sometimes we didn't. So um, I would say um, I had a lot of growing to do and I always wanted more of God. Um, I always believed in God. I always, um, wanted more of him and I got held up though on thinking that if I wanted more of God, 
I've got to be able to stop sinning and then I can go to him. And who can stop sinning on their own? No one. So that didn't happen. But I would say I was about 18, I believe, when God just really started working in me and through me. And my eyes were just really opened. And that's when I realized I can go to God first and he'll help me and give me the grace to work on becoming holier and stop sinning. Um, no one's got the power in themselves to stop sinning. So if we're waiting to go to God, if we're trying to perfect ourselves and then go to God, it's never going to work. So um, that's when I just kind of realized I can go to God first and he's going to help me. And it's through his grace because we can't do anything without his grace. Um, so at that time, I just, the fire was kind of um, ignited in me, it felt like. Um, but also at that time, I ended up um, going to a Protestant church. And it wasn't really a conscious decision that I felt like I was making. Um, I just like suddenly had this love for God and wanted to learn as much as I could learn. And I don't know why I, I don't know. I don't, there's a reason I'm sure, but I ended up going to this non-denominational church and, um, I got extremely involved. It was, it's one of those like really big churches. I got very involved. They had people my age, people who like quickly invited me in, befriended me, um, invited me to stuff. They had a ton of volunteer opportunities where I just got super plugged in. Um, I went on some mission trips, which I loved. I got really um, interested in missions. And um, I would say I was going there for, I forget now, it was probably three-ish three years. Um, but there was something that always like felt like uh how do I say this <laughs> kind of made my soul cringe <laughs> and that was um their form or version of communion um growing up catholic we i believed in the true presence of jesus and so going to um this non-denominational church um, they would do their communion maybe once a month and it was crackers and grape juice and just so totally different than what I grew up with. And so every time that came around, it's like my soul just hurt. And um, so at some point, um, I just started thinking, hmm, I wonder if I should go back to the Catholic Church. But there were so many things I grew up. Um, you're told to believe as a Catholic, but I didn't understand why. Like the, I guess, apologetics of it wasn't there for me. I didn't know why we believed what we believed. And I didn't want to just say, well, I believe it because that's what I believe. That's what my parents told me to believe or it's what the church told me to believe. I wanted to understand things. And so I started questioning some things that Protestants typically question, like, 
you know, why do we ask the saints to pray for us when we could go directly to Jesus? Or why, um, why do we put so much emphasis on Mary and things like that? So I started um, to ask those questions and I would look up credible Catholic um, websites and things like that to get the answers. And the more I was seeking the truth, the more I found the truth, which I think is always true. Um, and so once those questions got answered for me, I was like, well, obviously I've got to go back. <laughs> and so, you know, what that looked like for me was I first just met with the priest in my hometown parish and I told him I've been gone for a few years. This is why this is where I've been. Um, I went, I had confession and just like that, I was back in the Catholic church. And at that point I was like learning so much about the faith and really just seeing the richness of the Catholic faith. It's just, it goes back so far, so deep and is so rich. There's so much more to it. Um, you know, we've got the hierarchy, we have authority, we have tradition, um, we have the communion of saints, we have, uh, the liturgical calendar, we have feast days, we have liturgical seasons, like just so much richness to it. And, um, so fast forward a bit and I ended up meeting Joseph. I moved to his town. Um, like I said, a hundred miles apart. So <laughs> moved to be closer to him. Um, I was working in the doctor's office and I just love my faith so much that I found myself like every spare moment I had, I was like Googling saints and trying to learn about saints and um, uh, like trying to listen to, you know, Catholic music and just things like that. And I thought, man, how awesome would it be? Um, well, sorry, I missed a spot there. I also thought, how awesome would it be if I had a job where I got to go to daily mass, like if in some way, either whatever it is, if it's the shift I'm working or how I'm working, whatever it is, if there was a way I could go to daily mass, how awesome would that be? But like, yeah, right. How's that ever going to happen? Um, well, fast forward, I ended up getting a job at our parish, um, as the office manager. So it's like, it's literally my job now to like look up saints, you know, I can post about them on social media. Um, I can listen to Catholic music in my office. I can go to daily mass, like, wow, God is good. <laughs> um, so that is just kind of where God has taken me in my journey. Wow, babe, that's awesome. I mean, I've heard the story before, but I feel like it's great every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, now you got kind of got a, got to know you know both of us and our short little excerpt of our faith journey. Um, again, we're kind of doing this podcast because we want to you know bring you along our faith journey, but we want to inspire people uh, along the way. Uh, we just feel like nowadays there's just there's just people our age. There's just so many people our age that are not going to church, Catholic church. And, you know, when we go to church, you know, everyone's equal, but when we go to church, like, you know, there's like so many older people, which are all the old people at all. <laughs> there's so many older people than us, and there's like no one our age there. So even below us. So I feel like 
even our friends, they've all stopped going to church. We just, we want to get everyone going, coming back to church. We want to inspire people. We want to motivate people. We want to, being, we want to bring more truth, more reverence back to the Catholic faith and just let people know about the Catholic faith, the trueness of it, the fullness of it. And um, we're kind of going through that ourselves right now. We're actually planning on going to our first high mass, traditional mass tomorrow. Um, we're pretty excited about it. We've never been to a high mass. We've been to one traditional mass uh, a few weeks ago. Now we're going to try to go to a more of a local um, high mass. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, you know, it's a lot of it spoken Latin. Um, and, uh, that's one of the ways we're kind of, you know, trying to show more reverence to God, that we, what we believe. And, um, again, we're just trying to inspire people to do the same. We're, we don't pretend at all like we know what we're talking about because most of the time we don't, <laughs> but, uh, we're just kind of like, we want to relate to everybody. You know, we're in the same boots as everybody else, but along the way, we kind of want to show people that, you know, there are people out there like you and us that want more fullness to the faith, want more trueness, want more of what Jesus really is. And we're trying to bring that back to, you know, to the people. Yeah. Like he said, like you don't have to be 70 to be a Catholic. <laughs> um, and Nothing wrong with being 70 to Catholic because no, no, we're going to no. be there someday. I'm just hopefully. saying like your faith can start now. Like if you're in your twenties or thirties, like it's not, I feel like they're, I don't know, a stereotype or a stigma or whatever that if you are like religious at all, if you're Catholic, even a Christian, like, oh, then you're boring or whatever. And like, you're we're weak. here to yeah. like, hopefully we're not boring. I don't yeah. think we are, <laughs> but we're here to show you like, you can be cool and be a Catholic. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And I think just, um, we're trying to use the, you know, like I, like we are both Catholic, um, and we're both devout Catholics who are, you know, striving to be saints <laughs> far, 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 far from it, Very but far striving from for it. it. And, Very far. um, so I feel like God's given us this blessing, um, to hopefully be an inspiration to others and, um, to be a light. So we're glad you guys are joining us and hopefully going on this journey with us. Um, I know one thing we talked about, it seems like all the good podcasts have a segment they do each time. And so we're like, what should ours be? Um, so I think we're going to do a learn from us, whether it's something we did wrong. So learn from our mistake or something we're doing right. Learn from us. And I didn't even think about it coming into this. Do you have one? What can they learn from us? Um, um, you can go ahead. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I think we were supposed to think about this beforehand. Learn from us. Um, well, I'll just say what I've been learning. <laughs> can it be anything in general or guess, what is it? So I'll just say what I've been learning. Um, so, well, first of all, never stop learning because I feel like I had kind of stopped learning for a while, but just recently, like we've just really been, um, trying to grow our faith. We've been listening to just a lot of YouTube videos or podcasts. Yep. Um, he drives an hour 
to work. So two hours a day, he's driving. Um, I have a lot of time I spend pumping at my job. So I have time, he has time. So we try to spend that time um, listening to podcasts or like things on YouTube, whatever that will grow our faith. Um, so we're using that time wisely. Um, so learn from us. If you have time that you're spending that you could be using to help grow your faith or your knowledge of something, use that time wisely. Don't just use it. Um, you know, he, on his long drives, he absolutely loves the Cleveland Browns. Um, and he, for as long as I've known him, he has listened to Cleveland sports radio or whatever, which is fine. That's a hobby. It's something that interests him. Um, but I feel like he's gone from listening to that on his drives to listening to more holy things, things that grow his faith. And so learn from us, spend that time wisely in ways that will help you become a better person. Okay, I did come up with one. Um, this is not learn from me, but learn from my priest, my from my parish. Uh, he said one way, this he was quoting, I think, St. Augustine, he said, one way you can pray, you know, all the time, all day long, is to constantly ask throughout the day, Jesus, three things. Ask him to be present with you. It could be anything. It could be, um, you know, while you're brushing your teeth, while you are at work, while you're driving, while you are sitting on the floor playing with your kids, while you are sleeping. Changing dirty diapers. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> so um, ask Jesus to be present with you at that moment. Offer up that moment to him and accept his will to be done in that very moment. That way you're constantly with Jesus. You're constantly praying and you're praying unceasingly. So um, that's not for me. It's from it's for my for my priest. So I've been trying that the past couple of weeks, and I feel like it's been helping me. Um, I've found that um, you know, did little different ways. Jesus has been kind of guiding me, giving me advice. Um, hey, do this or do it that way. Obviously, I'm not hearing his voice, but I just feel like God's kind of giving me that inclination that hey, you know, I'm here with you, even in the day in and day out type things and. And that's one thing I've been taking from it is that it's really been helping me. So tell me again, what were the three things? Uh, ask Ask. God to be be with you, offer up that moment you are currently going through, offer it up and accept his will to be done in that moment. Ask, offer, accept. Those are the three things. So that's good. That's good advice. Because you can use that all through your day, <laughs> all day, every day. That way you're praying seven. all day long. So um, you feel good about it, but also helps you and become more saintly. So all not right. that I'm a saint, even close to it. Mm-hmm. So. All right, baby, you want to close us in a prayer? Sure. We ask this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that we are here to gather together today, and we are... Uh, in your presence, uh, we thank you, God, very much for just helping us, giving us the desire and the passion to draw closer to you, to become more like you, and giving us the avenues to do so, whether it be through our prayer life, 
through, um, you know, expressing our day in, day out struggles and uh, tribulations or achievements throughout our day through our podcasts or through just, you know, just talking to you. Um, we are very grateful and blessed to go through that, but also we please pray you'll help us to keep drawing closer to you and our reverence and our prayer life and just our day in, day out things that we do. Um, we ask for your grace and your mercy and your blessings upon us day in, day out. And um, we just, we want to have a deeper relationship with you, God, to where you are like our best friend sitting right beside us every single day, giving us advice, giving us grace, giving us mercy, and giving us help. We need you, Jesus. Help us bring more more reverence back to you, more, uh, more of the spotlight on you instead of us. It's all about you. And give us the grace to do this. We ask in this holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. And we hope you tune in next time. Bye, guys.